The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD22 at checkout to save 10%. My name is Rob Gorski. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast, where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and self-care and mental health and uh, all of those things that are relevant and important in your life that maybe we just don't talk about enough for whatever reason. Uh, we do that here on the show. So thank you for taking the time to tune in. I really do appreciate that. Okay. So if you are new here, every Friday I do kind of like a quick take where it's just a really short episode that's kind of informative. Usually what I do is I answer listener questions, right? Like uh, you guys will ask me a question and it's usually parenting related and I share my experience uh, on that topic. And it's just a quick thing and it's, it tends to be a very positive thing that kind of gives you something to think about as you go into the weekend, right? Well, the last couple of weeks I've been doing something different. And I have, uh, this past week, I interviewed my youngest Emmett because he just went mainstream in high school. And I wanted to talk about what that process was. And he wanted to share his perspective as to why he thought it was important and, and advice for parents and kids who might be thinking about doing the same thing from his perspective. And it was an awesome episode. He did a fantastic job. Since then, however, things have changed. And I wanted to I wanted to dedicate today's episode to kind of updating you guys on that because I think it's another teaching moment. And it's important that we learn from this because part of parenting, I think, is being flexible. And if you have a child that is autistic or has ADHD or some other disability, it can often require a lot of flexibility on the part of the parents. And, you know, when, when Emmett was mainstreamed uh, for the first time this school year, I was really excited and I was really excited for a couple of reasons. One, because I really, I, I wanted to challenge him a little bit because I think that the school that he had been at previously was sort of holding him back academically. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like he was, he was capable of academically handling this. And so we talked about it and we made this decision to go ahead and try it. And for the first couple of weeks, all I was getting was positive feedback. Uh, he wanted to join a bowling team, which is super cool. I was really excited about that because he wanted to do that. And it's something that gets him outside of his comfort zone. And he kind of did that himself. And I thought that was just really cool. But since we recorded this episode, this past episode about that, it's come to light that he is not doing well at the school. And you know, we had a kind of a breakdown over the weekend and, you know, he explained to me that he just can't cope with it anymore, that there's too many kids. It's too loud. It's overwhelming. And there really isn't any kind of accommodation that you can make inside of the building 
to alleviate the stress of simply being around 2000 kids. So we talked about it and, you know, we made some plans to reach out to his therapist and talk to his, his therapist. And I reached out and talked to the school and his guidance counselor. And we've come up with uh, an alternative that Elliot happens to be doing as well. And, and that is the online academy. And so this high school has its own online academy. So he'll learn from home, you know, using the iPad, whatever, and, you know, have uh, school district teachers educating him, but he's still eligible to play sports or join clubs or participate in school activities, which is really, really cool. So it's sort of the best of both worlds. I'm not, I'm not super thrilled doing this because I think it's, I think it's good for them to be out of the house. I, I need a break, <laughs> you know, as a, as a parent, but as I was mentioning earlier, like we have to be flexible and, and we have to, we have to meet our kids where they're at. And as I'm thinking about it now, I don't know how realistic it was for me to expect that he was going to be able to, um, acclimate to an environment like this. He came from a school that had 120 kids in the entire building into a school where there was over 2000. And that's a big, big change. And, it, and it's not just about the academic stuff because academically he, he does well, you know, what I was not really thinking about was the social anxiety part of it. And, and I think that I sort of, um, my kids can be very disarming in, in a sense, because if you didn't, especially my two youngest, if you didn't know that they were autistic or you didn't spend a great deal of time with them, you, you wouldn't really pick up on, on much unless you're a parent. Uh, to an autistic kid, or maybe you're an autistic adult yourself or autistic person yourself. And, and you would, you know, kind of have that radar and, and you can pick out on, you know, pick up on some of those, those traits. But a lot of times what happens is I sort of forget that they're autistic because they do so well. And I just kind of assume that they can do some of these things. And it's not that they can't, it's, it's that it's unfair of me to expect it. And I think that what happened here was a, well, and the other thing was Emmett didn't tell me any of this because he was afraid I would be disappointed. And that's heartbreaking to me <laughs> that, that he would think I'd be disappointed in him. Uh, because oh, man, that's just, that sucks. Um, I was excited and I was happy for him. Not for me, like go, you know, parenting thing or whatever. It's, it was, I was happy because he seemed happy and that made me happy. I was excited about the bowling thing because he's never done anything like that before. And I thought it was great that he wanted to do that and, and sort of step outside of that comfort zone and sort of do some of these things on his own. And I just, I was excited to see that. Am I disappointed that it's not going to work out at this point? No, because it's not about what I want or what I need or what I think it's about what they need, what they feel and what they think. And at this point, a school with 2000 kids is just, it's just too much. There's too much social anxiety and sensory overload and all those things that come along with high school. Right. I mean, like, you know, when I was walking through the high school, like touring the school, uh, it's an amazing school and the staff is amazing. It's nothing to do with anything like that. But like, I got nervous only because like, it takes me back to high school. And I, you know, as an adult, I, I, I wouldn't want to go back to high school right now. Even knowing what I know right now, I wouldn't want to go back to high school. <laughs> Right. So, and I don't have a great deal of social anxiety, putting him in that position and Elliot in that position 
is just not, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for them. And, and so we're, we're going to work with this alternative and they're going to, we, we had to apply uh, to, to transfer to this, this online academy uh, through the school. And I'm waiting to hear back, you know, as to what's going on with that. Hopefully this week we'll get them back on track, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a lesson for me because I wasn't paying attention. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was sort of caught up in the moment and I, I allowed that excitement to, to make or to contribute to Emmett feeling like he couldn't tell me this. And so he's been suffering in silence and he even came on and did that, that show. And he, he does enjoy the school and everything that he said was true. Like he, he likes the teachers. He likes the classrooms. He likes everything. There's just too many people and he's overwhelmed and it's too noisy. And you know, it just, it's sensory overload. And I, I, I wish that I had picked up on that so that he didn't have to come to me and, and I could have come to him and, and talked to him about that so that we could have addressed it sooner so that he wasn't having to suffer through that. But I'm glad that he felt comfortable eventually telling me and, and we worked through it and, you know, we have a plan going forward. And the whole point of this whole thing is that even with the best laid plans, even when you think everything is going well, uh, sometimes things change. And as parents, we have to be flexible. We have to be able to adapt and we have to be able to meet our kids where they are. And, and I just wanted to share this because as inspirational as it is to hear about, you know, your child being mainstreamed and they're having a good time and it's a positive thing. The reality is that it doesn't always work out that way. And I feel like sharing what has happened since then brings some more truth to it, you know, and, and the idea of mainstreaming our kids is, is scary and it's, uh, it's full of unknowns and trying to navigate that is tough, especially as a parent, especially when you have kids that might be more vulnerable, but as scary as it can be, it's an impermanent decision, meaning that I, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing, right? If, if it works out fantastic, right? That's, that's just an awesome thing that we can do and we can build from that and whatever. But if it doesn't, then we can make a different decision and we can change course and we can move to a different place or we can come up with an alternative arrangement that provides him with the supports that he needs as well as is sort of room to grow. Right? So I, I guess my takeaway from this is, is that I, I need to be a little more cautious when it comes to communicating with my kids because I never want them to feel like they're going to disappoint me if they try to do something and, and it doesn't work out because they're never going to disappoint me. Uh, I'm proud of my kids just getting out of bed in the morning, right? Like I'm a proud dad and there's just, there's, you know, it is what it is. That's just not going to change. Uh, they tried, they both tried to be mainstreamed and it just didn't work out and that's okay. We find an alternative that does work for them and we run with it. And if that changes or something changes down the road, we adapt. And, and as parents, again, we have to be flexible so that we can make these changes and, uh, meet our kids where they are. So I hope that this has been insightful in some way. You know, I, I want something positive to come from this. And, you know, I, I hope that by listening to this, it, it gives you a little bit of insight into navigating something like this. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I'm happy to help. You can find me at listen.theautismdad.com. All the information is on that site. You can find the main blog from there. You can submit show requests or engage in discussions under the episodes. You can ask questions or leave feedback or whatever. You can apply to be a guest or submit 
you know, guest requests or, or whatever. So listen.theautismdad.com, hit that subscribe button. You can listen on any podcast listening app that you want. I'm on all of them. So I hope this gave you something to think about. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you on Monday. All right. Thanks. Bye.